Welcome to the pulse that moves the triangle world today. This one-size-fits-all broadcast is a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, helpful tips, what's trending, events, and boundless other adventures. It's a conversation pit of comedians, politicians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Inspreffer. Hi, friends. Joining us today is Mitch Allen, Santa's head elf and founder of Hire Santa. Welcome, Mitch. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Mitch was even featured on Shark Tank, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, tell us about Hire Santa and how you got the idea for it. Sure. So Hire Santa, we're the best place to find and hire Santa Claus. Um, though, you know, I don't look like Santa Claus, uh, uh, I actually uh, am a very well-known Santa Claus, and it, the reason we started Hire Santa is sort of a funny story. I um, am a lifelong entrepreneur, and one of my companies, my administrator, asked me to dress as Santa and hand out Christmas bonuses one year. And I just had a blast, even though I was an awful-looking Santa at the time. <laughs> I was a total blast, and the next year I got asked to do it again. And that year I had a friend who asked me to appear for their children as well. And so being an all-in type of person, I dramatically improved my look and um, started getting business, more business than I could handle. So I started farming that business out to other Santas in the area. And then uh, due to my internet marketing background, I founded Hire Santa and um, with HireSanta.com and really started placing Santa Claus entertainers around the country and even around the world. That's so cool. And in in Hire Santa, also, you can go there for owls and costumes and even wigs, right? Yeah, that's right. So we have... Uh, we have a variety of sort of, of, of elf costumes, Santa costumes, beards, wigs, etc., uh, for uh, sort of the casual person who just wants to do Santa themselves. Uh, but if you also, our primary business is uh, real bearded, real belly, and real jolly Santa Claus entertainers uh, that we send around the world. Did you say real bearded? That's right. So our Santas are real bearded. Uh, oh, that's important. That, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Our, um, we have uh, uh, what we think are the best Santa Claus entertainers in the world in our uh, database. Any funny stories from any of them? Right away. Oh, you know, there's lots of, yeah, yeah, lots of funny stories and interesting stories and, uh, you know, anything from, um, you know, probably the, the, the stories that really touch our hearts the most are, you know, when children are two or three years old, they get a little bit of stranger danger and meeting Santa for the first time is, is always difficult, but, uh, they really do, um, our Santas really work hard to make those young children have a first great experience, taking time, being gentle, uh, with the children and really letting them warm up to Santa and having the, the parents be able to get those great Santa pictures and memories. Uh, but you know, of course, COVID, it's a very different year this year as opposed to years in the past. Which is something I wanted to talk about. How's that going? And, you know, are Santa still busy, et cetera? Why don't you tell us about that aspect? So this year is extremely different. And at the beginning of the year, March or April, when we're really doing our contract, uh, all of our existing clients really dried up that they weren't sure they were going to do Santa. But around June and then July, it really picked back up. And I would have to say that we're busier this year than ever before. Now, I don't know how in terms of money it's going to be, but uh, our biggest need every year is more Santa. And this year is no excuse. We need more uh, real bearded, 
professional Santa Claus entertainers in our database to meet the demand uh, that that we have currently. Uh, and some of that this year is because many Santas, uh, probably 30 or 40 percent, say they're not going to do in-person events uh, just because they're at a high risk for a negative outcome if they do get COVID. So we really have a, a need for more Santas. Hmm. So Santas are still staying busy. So um, is it possible to stay safe? It is. We, we think it is in two ways. One, we've been working with our retail partners on what we call safe Santa protocols. Uh, we sent out um, hundreds of uh, acrylic shields, um, acrylic shields uh, that around the country to be able to uh, keep our Santas safe and a physical barrier between Santa and children, as well as we're doing uh, a, a huge number of virtual visits where you're literally uh, on uh, HireSanta.com and you're able to interact with Santa face-to-face, just like on Zoom. So are there any complaints about the virtual option or using the Santa Shield? So we're actually, um, the Santa Shield, we're, you know, the, the complaints, and some of them are from Santa, um, are that's just sort of hard to hear when you're behind a physical barrier. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, most people this year are very patient and understanding of the differences that we are all in and understand that we have to keep everyone safe. And so, um, you know, it's not the same. You're not sitting on Santa's knee like you have done in the past, but uh, it is very important that we keep everyone safe, including Santa. You know, this is, there's just some traditions. COVID is just not going to hold down, and I think Santa's <laughs> one of them. I mean, you know, oh. we try and be as careful as we can, but at some point we just say, yeah, got to have Santa. Now, what about... That's right. What and ab- this, this year... I think Santa is more important than ever. People are really hungry for the mm. tradition and of Christmas, and Santa is a big part of that. And so whether it be virtually on HireSanta.com or in person at a big retailer, it's very it's important for those families to still have that experience uh, with their children, to see Santa and to tell them their Christmas hopes and dreams. I agree with you on that. And um you know, COVID has just taken so much away that I'm glad to see that this is one that's not lost. And it's been doing, you know, the way you're setting it up, it's a safe way to do it, but still a way to do it. And I know, you know, people, they want that yearly photo with Santa. And some for some, it's like their baby's first Christmas and they want the first photo with Santa. And so it's great you were able to work something out. What about the kids, though? Are the kids kind of like taken aback by the screen or sad because they can't go on Santa's lap and pull his beard? Mm-hmm. Some, You know, it, it's all, we see you know, tens of thousands of children, if not hundreds of thousands of children at our Santas around the world. But, you know, so there, there are definitely children who, who really, uh, they were expecting to sit on Santa's knee and they're just not able to. And so, you know, they're a little upset, but our standards are really trying to work with them uh, to, to make them understand that we're trying to keep everyone safe, including Santa. Uh, what's interesting about virtual visits at HireSanta.com are that the children have picked up technology way better than most adults. And so they're very much used to um, video chatting with their friends or Zooming with their teachers. And so it's very natural to do a video chat uh, with Santa Claus. Who? Why, why wouldn't Santa be able to video chat? So children are really... Uh, pick it up and really love to talk to Santa from the safety of their home. Uh, the adults are the ones that are like, um, you know, maybe not as comfortable with it, but the children love it. And actually, many times are able, the children are able to spend more time 
with Santa virtually than they would in a mall. Because, you know, you get five or six minutes um, one-on-one through a virtual chat, whereas in a mall you might get one or two minutes. So in some ways, um, you know, there's there's some pros to it as well as, you know, the, the differences. Well, that's a good point. In fact, some people may start doing virtual every year, given given those kind of uh, pluses that you mentioned. So let's talk a little bit about Shark Tank. In 2018, you appeared on ABC's Shark Tank to present Hire Santa to the Sharks. After months of preparation, Hire Santa, Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, and 20 of Santa's friends entered the Shark Tank to get an investment to help expand the business. So I want to like talk, you know, head to toe on this um, and then find out how it all came out and so forth. But but let's first start by how you were chosen to do the show and what was the initial process like? Getting on Shark Tank is a, um, you know, a nine-month process. Ooh. I started out just like many other people. You know, 40,000 people apply to be on Shark Tank every year. Mm-hmm. And I did a just a, a walk-up audition at um, in Dallas. They had a business expo, small business expo, where they had open casting. Uh, I filled out all the paperwork and went in with 500 or so other people who were um, auditioning that day and talked to a junior cast person and, uh, you know, went through that audition and went through another video audition uh, and then a couple of other, you know, just uh, steps in the process, more paperwork, submitting information, you know, until finally, nine months later, um you know, go to uh, L.A. and tape. And so it is It is a really a lengthy process, and it's far more involved than um, maybe most people realize to, to get on, that you really do have to spend a lot of time and effort. Um, and I spent a tremendous amount of time uh, researching and preparing to make sure that I was fully uh, prepared uh, once I did step onto uh, the stage. I never realized that. That is really something. Now, do they pay your way to L.A.? So this is this is a little bit interesting is that, so, yes, for me they do, but when anybody who goes on to the set, um, everything there, the entrepreneur pays for it. So you, you pay for to get all of your set there and to make sure it, it looks exactly like what you do. They pay your flight out there, but the rest of it's for you. You've got to deal with it yourself. So um, uh, it's not... You know, it's not expensive, but uh, it is, you know, it's up to you to make sure that your stuff looks good and is right. Uh, and I wouldn't change anything about the experience. It is a great experience. The people at Shark Tank really know what they're doing. And I've also done an update last year uh, in 2019 um, that, again, was, was just first class all the way. And I can't say, uh, I can't tell people enough that if you have a great business or you have a business or an idea, you should definitely apply uh, for, to do on Shark Tank. So let's just talk about the experience a little bit. So, so now you've, that's, that's the process of just first getting involved with it. When you actually get there, I know that our listeners are curious. How does it actually run as far as, for example, you know, do you have to do several takes? Uh, is it just seamless like it looks on TV or do you come in and out 10 times and, you know, maybe somebody breaks for water or whatever there might be? Tell us about that. What what goes on behind yeah. the scenes? So this is a good question. And uh, Shark Tank is reality TV. There are no breaks. You're on and, and you film until you stop. Mm-hmm. No breaks, no double takes. You mess up, it gets caught on film. And uh, I filmed for about 45 or 50 minutes 
mm-hmm. and they cut it down to eight and a half minutes. Um, and, you know, it is not scripted in any way besides your intro. You know, you've practiced your uh, intro, and that's it. They haven't seen you or heard you or talked to you. You haven't seen the sharks. The first time that you see the sharks uh, and say anything is just like it is on air. When you say, hello, sharks, um, that's the first time that um, you're talking with them. And so it is not scripted, and there are no outtakes. And sometimes on Shark Tank, you see somebody messing up their uh, their introduction. Well, that's what happens. It was just like that. They don't have, um, there's no second chances. So it, it's a, uh, it's a little bit of a pressure. And if you haven't prepared well enough, then, um, you know, it'll, it'll definitely show. I wondered if it was scripted, um, cause some reality TV is, but some live is not. So that's interesting. I also noticed that the, the, uh, sharks sometimes argue with each other. And I wondered, is that TV drama or is that like mm. true to life? <laughs> You know, they've been doing it so long, so this is season 12, and I think they each play a role, and they each have sort of their own Shark Tank personality uh, that they maybe amplify a little bit to the TV audience. But uh, having gotten to deal with Barbara and talk with her about, you know, about her experience, um, you know, through the years, you know, they're all friends, but when they get on there and they like a deal, they're competitors too. So, you know, they're all uh, experienced entrepreneurs and business people. So they, they definitely have a, uh, sense of, uh, competition. And when they like a deal, they, they want to get it. And who, who did you get the deal from? So I got a deal with Barbara Corcoran. I had offers from, uh, from Kevin, uh, and from, uh, uh, Damon. And, uh, but then Barbara came in and, uh, said that she would at sort of in the, Last second came in and uh, said she would take the offer that I had uh, uh, told the others, and so then I went with her. It was really interesting. About 15 minutes in, everybody was out except for Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, and mm-hmm. I negotiated with him for about 20 minutes before Damon came back in, and then negotiated with him for four or five minutes until then Barbara came in, and Barbara came in and uh, made me the offer or made, uh, said she'd take the offer that I originally gave to them. And so I said, you have a deal. Was there anything else that made you go with her over the others? Well, one was the deal. She she was uh, taking the um, – I had negotiated with Kevin for a while and came up with a creative solution to sort of de-risk the deal. And um, she said that she would take that deal. And so I said, okay, let's just do it. And she was on my list. I mean – Getting a deal with any of the sharks is great, but you know her understanding of branding and marketing. I think that that's one of the things that uh, separates Hire Santa from others, anyway. So I felt like she'd be a good partner to help with those aspects uh, of the business. So what you're describing sounds so intense to me. Um, do you think anybody could do this? Do you think anybody could go on Shark mm-hmm. Tank, or you got to be a bit of a shark yourself? Uh, you know, so I've been an entrepreneur all my life, and so I've spoken in front of big crowds. And um, uh, I think anybody could do it, uh, but definitely need to pre- I prepared for eight or nine months to be on the show, and I had several uh, business owners um, that I did mock shark tanks with. You know, I, I did four or five mock, full-on mock, mock shark tank experiences where, you know, life's like a dress rehearsal and where they 
I had all the questions written out, and they asked those questions and other hard questions and really tried to stump me. So uh, I feel like by the time I actually stepped into the actual shark tank, I was fully prepared, and I was ready to um, get it over with in some way. But I had already done all this preparation, and so I, I didn't feel nervous uh, in the ways that you might think uh, one would feel nervous. So that's some good advice to anybody thinking about going on Shark Tank, to prepare, prepare, and then prepare some more. That's right. That's um, right. Mock, mock presentations are always excellent because you think you've covered everything and then somebody will come up with something else. And when you're negotiating between Kevin and Barbara, et cetera, you, you got to have enough composure to even hear what they're offering in a way, you know, you've got so much going on to, to hear, wait a minute, did he say 1% or 2% kind of thing? That's right. Um, so did the investment make a difference? Yeah. So, I, you know, it's been a great experience. We got to deal with Barbara. Uh, and as I said, we were on a, we did a update in December of 2019 even. And um, the, the deal with her is great. Uh, she's been a great partner. Uh, because she really adds uh, credibility to the organization and adds, you know, being on Shark Tank and getting a deal uh, and then having an update. Really, when people now say they need a Santa Claus entertainment or they need holiday entertainment or production, free lighting, parade, and they talk about Santa, well, immediately somebody in the, in the, in the room has seen us on Shark Tank. And so then that leads them to us. And so by being on Shark Tank, getting a deal with her, it really has added uh, credibility and authority to uh, hire Santa that we really probably couldn't have gotten anywhere else. Well, that's good to know. So was that her main con- uh, contribution? Well, no, she's also helped. You know, we talk uh, regularly uh, just about the business and what goes on uh, within the business and, you know, just talking about um, uh, strategy and what we need to be doing this year and what we need to be doing we're, that we're thinking about. And she has a, a different perspective, you know, an investor's mm-hmm. perspective and a a seasoned entrepreneur's perspective to be able to, you know, ask great questions and help us to, um, you know, improve what we're doing. That's great. So you must really love Christmas to be involved in this business. So why do you love Christmas so much? <laughs> you know, what's not to love about Christmas? So Christmas <laughs> is about, you know, love and joy and, and the faith of Christmas. It's really a magical time. And I've owned a number of businesses uh, throughout the years, but no business have I ever owned that brings a smile to people's face. You just mentioned it, you know, that you own Hire Santa and uh, you help bring the season to life by uh, and help brands associate themselves with Christmas through the use of holiday entertainers and staff Santa Claus entertainers around the world. It just makes somebody smile. So it's a great business. People are fascinated by it. And, and it's a business that is unexpected. People don't really realize it. But for me personally, it is... Um, you know, you, you think about the tens of thousands of people that we connect with every year, and we are part of their traditions and their lives. Um, I know several Santas who've, who've grown up with uh, children, in essence, mm-hmm. that, you know, first baby picture uh, all the way up through, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, oh. that the same Santa's gone to their home uh, or gone to their company party and has really uh, been that child's Santa and that child's experience with Christmas. Um, and so that's a magical thing. And it's a, it's a lot of responsibility, but it's, it's also just a great, um, uh, it's great to be part of people's families and Christmas traditions. So I have one last question for you. First, I'm going to thank you for, for sharing your time with us today. 
It was very informative, interesting, fun. And I'll ask you this last question. What would Santa say to end this interview? <laughs> well, so the uh, Santa closing that we have is from Santa and all the elves at the North Pole. We hope you and yours have a very merry holiday season, full of love and joy. May all of your Christmas dreams come true. Ho, 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 a merry Christmas. Well, that was so much fun, and I love that ending. Now it's time for our nonprofit. Now in its 129th year, the Salvation Army's Red Kittle campaign is one of the oldest and largest charitable campaigns in the world. Donations are accepted at any of more than 25,000 traditional red kettles found on street corners and in front of stores. We've seen them all. The funds raised during the Red Kettle campaign help the Salvation Army provide toys for kids at Christmas, clothes for the homeless, food for the hungry, and countless other social services. This year, given COVID, the Little Crimson Pot is calling for big help. There is a need for resources to serve up 155% more people with Christmas assistance. Salvation Army is predicting that they will go from serving their average of about 2.6 million people every year to more than 6.6 million people this year. That is a harrowing prospect, but for more salt in the moon, they anticipate up to a 50% decrease in red kettle funds this year due to several factors, including consumers carrying less cash and fewer coins. That makes sense. More online shopping, which means less foot traffic and shopping areas unemployment rates, and recent closures of some brick-and-mortar retail stores. But just like the little engine that could, the little red kettle is chugging along and has come up with a solution, at least they hope they have. The Salvation Army will place smart chips and QR codes on red kettle signs across the country, allowing shoppers to simply bump or scan their phone to make an online donation. Shoppers will be directed to a custom donation page that accepts Apple and Google payment options. The funds will be distributed to the local Salvation Army units based on the donor's billing zip code so it stays in your area, and then an email receipt will be sent to your phone. Other ways to donate include online going to SalvationArmyUSA.org SalvationArmyUSA.org or via your phone by texting KETTLE to 91999. SalvationArmyUSA.org. Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye, and I invite you to tell Alexa to put on Triangle 411. Or go to Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple, etc. to hear stories about holiday traditions, new treatments for epilepsy, and the myth of New Year's resolutions and surviving failure. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Have a happy holiday. And remember, today, dot, 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 be jolly. <laughs>